Welcome to the Surrendering in Motherhood podcast. I'm Carly. And I'm Olivia. Each week, you'll hear real conversations between two moms disrupting society's lies about motherhood and children. We'll be sharing personal experiences that will hopefully leave you feeling empowered about the honor that it is to raise children. We don't have it all figured out, and that's okay. Our goal is to help encourage mothers to stand firm and mother with conviction. Hello, listeners. Welcome back to this week's episode of the Surrendering and Motherhood podcast. Welcome back, y'all. So tonight we wanted to talk about a few things and we just wanted to, I guess, just remind listeners that our content and our conversations and the things that we talk about, topics that we talk about are not coming from a place of us thinking that we know what's best for everybody. (laughs) It's coming from a place of us in a way, reminding each other of these things, reminding ourselves of these things and wanting to encourage and empower people to have these types of conversations. And I think it's mostly because of how we grew up and how we felt about certain things. And we're just, we're here to open up conversations. We're not here to tell anybody how to lead their lives. And so there was a quote for the words of the week that Carly was going to share and we're just going to talk about it. Yeah. So this is one of my favorite quotes. Um, It's from C.S. Lewis. And this kind of goes along with what we were talking about last week. And I think we're just going to kind of continue on, on some things that we were dishing through last week. And I feel like God keeps putting the same stuff on our hearts to keep like pressing in and like reminding ourselves of this. And so that's why we're just going to talk about it. Um, all right. So this is C.S. Lewis. When the whole world is running towards a cliff, he who is running in the opposite direction appears to have lost his mind. Mm-hmm. And I think um, one of my really good friends, Carrie, told me that a long, long, long time ago. And I've loved it ever since. And I feel like that is a really good picture of how I've felt about learning a lot of things and learning to live in conviction and learning to truly surrender in all aspects of my life and pray about things and not only pray about things, but when God tells me I should do something, I need to listen no matter what it looks like and no matter if I don't know the details or anything like that. And I know you and I were talking last week about what a legacy means Mm -hmm. and how, how that means so much to us, just you and I and our conversations about what our legacy is and what we're teaching our children and what we're learning while we're teaching our children and all of those things. We care so deeply about that and we're going to be misunderstood. Oh yeah. I mean, I think that's the tricky part, right? Is that a lot of the time people's first thought is if I do this, and I do it differently, or I do it my own way, what is X, Y, and Z going to think of me? What is the world going to think of me? What is my best friend, my parents, my family, whoever, what are they going to think? And 
the thing is, is that if you've been praying about it and you've been really, really sitting with it and trying to figure it out and God provides you with an answer, then you do it. And a lot of people probably won't understand and that's okay. And I mean, Carly and I also, I don't know if we said it on the podcast, we've talked about sometimes it's going to look like something that you didn't necessarily want, something you didn't necessarily expect, something you weren't envisioning of what's Mm -hmm. in your future or something you didn't want to let go of, but God's telling you to. Like when we were talking about quitting, mm-hmm. it's the same it's the same type of thing. And so yeah. I think sometimes people think, oh, I'm going to pray about this and God's going to give me exactly what I prayed for. <laughs> and that's not reality. Not yeah. all the time, at least. Yeah. And so people don't have to understand. It's just, I think it's working past being okay with being misunderstood, being okay if people think that what you're doing is crazy or abnormal or not the societal norm, because we've talked about this, like things have been happening like this since the beginning of time. Mm -hmm. No one's going to completely agree with what you're doing. No one's going to completely understand it. No one's going to do the, excuse me. No one's going to do the same exact things that you are because God didn't create us all to be the same and to do the same things. Yeah. So I think it's a beautiful opportunity and there's a lot of lessons to be learned along the way in the journey to get there. Yeah. Well, and that's why this is not a parenting podcast. Mm -mm. This is not a prescriptive podcast. Um, We're not experts. We can't tell you how to mother your children. This is truly just Olivia and I coming together, our real friendship, having Mm -hmm. real conversations and being open and willing to surrender to whatever God is trying to teach us. Mm -hmm. And we see week after week how God is trying to teach us. And also he uses our friendship to reveal things. And so that's what every single week we don't know what we're going to record about when we're finished recording on Sunday nights. Like that's a wrap. We don't have any ideas. And then as the week goes on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, then we're something happens. We talk about this. We're praying about something and we're like, Oh, let's record about this. Like that is how we do this. This is truly, there was a, um, a lady that commented on one of our shorts, totally taking, which shorts on YouTube is out of context. So I, I'm not like calling anybody out shorts are, it's not really an appropriate way to consume content. Although that's just kind of like the landscape of how you reach people. Right. So, um, last week when we were talking about legacy and I was going on about the convictions of my heart about, you know, getting a degree in college and all of these accomplishments. And I'm not downplaying any of that stuff. And if you listen to the whole episode, I think we are very clear about that. Yeah. But I could totally, I mean, I don't know. It's just, 
I think we all want to be understood. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I think that's where there's this like kind of middle ground conversation because I think we need to have certain people. And this kind of goes back to the relational equity conversation of like who we need to be understood by Mm -hmm. the people who really know us, Mm -hmm. you know, because we all want to be known. We all want to be seen. We want to be heard. We want to be understood. And so I don't know. I just, well, I kind of, I kind of feel like it's, I mean, it's definitely a journey. It's definitely, Mm -hmm. you figure it out throughout the process. Like it doesn't, it's kind of like what we've talked about. Like, um, like if you are like building a muscle and like, then there's Mm -hmm. muscle memory thing, you know, Yeah. it takes time to, to sit with things and pray about them and then start actually taking action on those things. And so we've talked about it before, like what Tim Ross said that, okay, this happened to you. Now, what are you going to do about it? Okay. You prayed about this and God provided you with this. Now, what are you going to do? Because it's, and we've also talked about personal responsibility. We've talked about if we're struggling with something and we pray about it and you can't just give, like, you can't just say it's up to God. Like, yes, he is the one who has a plan for us and we have to take, take steps to Mm -hmm. surrender to what the plan is. It's both. And so I think once you start doing that, it kind of, it becomes easier, but initially, and not necessarily all the time. It really depends on what the situation is, but we all are going to have these big decisions to make in life. And when you pray about them, we've talked about like crying out to God, praying, being very specific in what we're talking about. And then if what he provides us with is not what we looked at, looked what we thought it would be, we still have to be like, okay, let me figure out how to do this. And that in and of itself is like, A, we don't know what the plan is. We don't know. So obviously that can bring up feelings of fear or a scarcity mindset or whatever it may be, anxiety about it all. And we have to sit with that and, and be okay with that and know that ultimately God is going to provide. And what is that going to look like? Is what we thought it was going to be? Maybe. Is it the complete opposite? Maybe. And we got to go with that. Yeah. And the thing is, is that there's, there's been times where, I mean, I've done it where God's provided something, but we, like, I didn't even realize, I didn't even know. And now in hindsight, I sit back and I realize every single thing that's happened is like, is why I am where I am now. And if I didn't follow this, like I lived and I learned type of thing. And I don't know. I feel like it's, it takes a type of like courage and bravery to, to be okay with being misunderstood, be okay with people thinking that you're crazy for doing things differently. And this applies across the board because we've talked about controversial. I'm saying this in air quotes for no one who's for people who aren't watching, but controversial topics that shouldn't be controversial. They just are because they're deemed that way by our society. 
We've talked about things with motherhood. We've talked about things with marriage. We've talked about things with parenting. We've talked about goodness knows what else. So many, so many things at this point. Yeah. And there's probably a lot of people that if they did hear it, they wouldn't dis- they would disagree with what we're saying. And that's okay. Yeah. But getting to that point where we're, where we're comfortable saying that's okay. It, we've talked about how to have an, a conversation and agree to disagree in a respectful manner. Yeah. Like we, we are not saying you have to do everything we're doing or I have to do yeah. everything that you're doing because we're different people. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think it's kind of a, and thing because I think ultimately we're, nothing in the Bible ever says, Oh, you're going to be loved and cherished and understood and everybody's going to agree. And it's going (laughs) to be sunshine and rainbows. And I think people forget that there's absolutely nothing that is promised that it's going to be like that. Mm -hmm. And so being in that uncomfortable place of like, if I choose to live in my convictions, that means I'm going to upset and I'm going to disrupt Oh yeah. And and it's not just for the sake of disrupting. It's for the sake of following what God is calling me to do, to do. Mm -hmm. And so I think there's this, we have to have in the most humble way possible and an attitude of like, it is all right if we are misunderstood. Yes. And I think we should also surround ourselves with people who are also living in the convictions of whatever God is calling them to. Because I think in the community, in that kind of community, I think that's where it's not that everybody has to do the same thing. There, There is freedom to do and choose and, and do different things because we're all different. Our marriages are different. We come from different backgrounds. Our children are all different. All of these things. When Olivia and I are talking about like our convictions about staying home with kids or schooling or any kind of all of these little things that people choose to argue about for yeah. the sake of arguing, it seems like. Yeah. Um, I mean, it is. Yeah. The, That's why, like, this is not a prescriptive thing, but I think that when you're in a community where it is a a shared vision of like, hey, I want your family team to do exactly what God is calling your family team to do. And my family team is doing this and your family team's doing this and your family team is doing this. And we can all encourage and be here for each other in whatever that is. And it's like choosing who can speak into your life. What opinions have weight? What, because I think that's, that's a big part of this. It's like, I feel so misunderstood, but it's like, who are you going to? Who are you seeking counsel from? Who is praying for you? Who does, do they know you? Are they investing time and effort and, you know, prayers into your life? Like, well, there's so many layers to this conversation. And so I think the more I was thinking about it, I feel like it's not just like, 
oh, everybody's just going to misunderstand you. So just throw your hands and do whatever, like put your head down because I don't, I don't think that's the message either. I think that's kind of an extreme. I think there's a middle ground of like, yes, we are going to be misunderstood because first of all, we're not supposed to look like the world no. at all. We're not supposed to fit in, be pot, like do what the world is doing. And so that automatically you're going to be misunderstood. Yeah. And so I think the relational aspect that we should be striving for is okay. We don't have to make like robots and all do the same thing because obviously we all have a personal relationship with God and we right. all should be pursuing that personal relationship. And so not everybody's life is going to look the same and that's all right. Yeah. And I mean, I think I mean, this also kind of ties into when we talked about relational equity and we talked about where people are in our lives. Like if they're outside, mm -hmm. if they're in the driveway, if they're in our houses and we, this is not saying that we can't be around people who have, who don't understand or who aren't, who don't want to like try and understand, because I do think that there's always an opportunity to talk about something if someone's willing to wants to talk about it, if someone's genuinely curious, if somebody wants to try and understand, doesn't mean that they have to do what you're doing. Yeah. But even just opening up conversations that like, this is why we talk about what we talk about because we feel like God's calling on us to, this is why we don't necessarily have a plan each week of what we're going to talk about because we don't know. We're like, okay, what's going to come up for us? What's going to come up for you in your life? What's going to come up for me? How, how are they intertwined? And most of the time that tends to be what the case is. Yeah. But the people that you have in your life surrounding you really do impact you because it, for example, if, if you have a bunch of people who are in your life, who aren't like invested in your relationships, don't really want to try and understand like genuinely just don't. Yeah. And it's not because they don't care. It's just because they do things differently. I don't know. Or people who have just, negative opinions or criticisms of what you're doing, it's obviously going to be harder to be okay with being misunderstood. Mm -hmm. Or maybe in time, they'll realize that you're going to, you're going to lead with what you're being convicted to do in your life. And then maybe it'll just be a general understanding and they don't have to understand what you're doing or why you're doing it, but they see that it's important to you. It matters to you. God's calling on you to do it and you feel convicted to do so. So you are going to do it even if they don't understand and or agree. Yeah. It's like what we talked about when we talked about our children, like God gave you your children and chose you as their mother and them as your children for a reason, just like God did the same thing with myself and my daughter. Mm -hmm. And like, we don't know what that family dynamic looks like. We don't know what's happened in the mother's life, what happened in the father's life and how that's impacting everything. What we do know yeah. is if we pray about something and God answers us, then that's what we're going to do. Mm -hmm. Even if it, even if that's what you, what you said earlier too, like, even if it feels hard, even if it feels uncomfortable, even if it's not sunshine and butterflies and rainbows, like that's a part of life. We can't expect to have everything be exactly what we want it to be exactly when it's supposed to be. And to feel like everything is easy all the time. Like that's not, that's not life. So yeah. 
I think we have to remember that like, you know how a lot of the time in society is like, oh, do whatever like makes you happy all the time. Because that's the most important thing. That's not actually the most important thing because you're not going to be happy all the time. Mm-mm. And sometimes the things that you don't like and that journey in between are what end up making you the happiest, but you won't know that if you're not listening to it mm-hmm. and trying what God's yeah. like, Hey, yeah. you might not like this, but it's going to be awesome. Just keep going. Yeah. Yeah. And I think just, I think uh, there was a huge shift that happened within me when I realized and I, and I truly think this is from God because I was so plagued with people pleasing and codependency for a majority of my life. And it was like, after I had my children, it was like a switch flipped and I had yes. to realize like, oh wait, I am not doing my life at anybody. No. And no. so... I think I mentioned last episode how God has giving given me this like irrational confidence and it's and it's irrational because <clears throat> it doesn't come from within me <laughs> like it's something that can only be explained because God has called me to it. And that's what you and I have been talking about over and over again about like that was the whole quitting conversation about like discerning what we should pursue what we should like hang up what we should let go of like Mm -hmm. if god is calling you to something he will light a fire inside of you that nothing or no one can burn out no not the not the opinions of others not the misunderstandings of others not anything limited by the physical world around us and so I think that can look silly or crazy or whatever to the, to people who aren't surrendered and aren't having that. They're just in a different place in their faith journey or whatever that looks like. And, um, and I think also honoring like where people are and like knowing that this is a process too, like and faith yes. is a process. Yeah. Yeah. This is not something that you can just wake up and it's like, it truly, it's a, it's God that pursues our hearts. Like he is doing this. The Holy spirit works inside of us. And so it's our job to be, to surrender and just keep pressing in, keep pressing in. Mm-hmm. And I truly believe like, as we do lean into that fire and God just carries us through and continues to show up and continues to show up, even when we don't understand, even when it seems like it's not going to happen, it's, he will send people who get it. Yeah. He will. Our relationship in a nutshell. He will. And I think there was a period of my life where I was, I would describe it as being isolated. Mm. I isolated myself, you know, I wasn't in the Mm -hmm. best place and all of that stuff. And I mean, it was definitely a hard time and it was a dark season and it's not good to be isolated. It's not good at all. Um, Mm -hmm. 
but I also look back on that time and I, and I see just how like that was so necessary for me to realize, oh, wait, it's, it's me and God. Like Mm -hmm. my identity is a, is a child of God Mm -hmm. and everything else is the overflow of that. And just kind of, it's like, you have to be like backed into a corner and then you realize like, what is really important? Oh, wait, yes. who am I? Why am I yes. here? What am I doing? And God is like, I needed you to be by yourself. Yes. So you could figure this out. Stop listening to people. Get off social media. Mm-hmm. Silence the voices. You need to stop being wrapped up in things and you need to pursue me. Like that's what God was telling me. Like I needed to. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's, it's so wild. Cause like, even in listening to you say that I wholeheartedly, like wholeheartedly agree that when I had my daughter, it was a switch. It was a full blown switch. Like Carly and I haven't known each other our entire lives. We didn't, we didn't know how, either one of us grew up until these last few years and we didn't know each other's family dynamics, but like I was the same thing, like good girl, people pleaser, didn't want to ruffle any feathers type of thing. And Carly and I met one another. And also when you saying like there was a time where you needed to isolate yourself, I, I did the same exact thing. Although our lives were two completely different circumstances, mm-hmm. like I did the same exact thing. And that's why it's so mind blowing to me. And when you say something like God brings people into your lives, he, he does, he brings in people who understand he brings in people who maybe are further ahead in their faith journey, or maybe are at the beginning of their faith journey, or maybe they're in the middle of it and they don't know. And like that, like that is always the thing that just reminds me to, to like be in awe of like what he can do because there's been so many times, so many times, like within our friendship that I've seen God moving in your life. And then you've pointed out the ways that God's moving in my life. And it's, it's literally just like, there's no other explanation. It's just God. It's literally just God. And so I think sometimes we really need people in our lives who, like we've said, I don't even know how many times, like speak life into us, are encouraging, are loving, are supportive, are understanding. And that might look absolutely insane to everybody else. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. But I also feel like the more people you have around you who are telling you, yeah, it's okay. People don't have to understand. It might look crazy to them. That's all right. Some of the things that I've done might look crazy to everybody else. And mm-hmm. I'm still here doing it because I feel like God told me to. So yeah, like I think the more we've talked about the importance of community of like real in-person community of people who love you and care about you and care about your marriage and your kids and it's, it's so important. Like it matters so much. And I think sometimes we don't necessarily realize that when we're in isolation, for for example, and then we come out, but then God just like, here you go. Here's your people. Here's some more people. Yeah. I can't remember if it's um, a quote or a saying, I can't remember, but I'm just remembering like a like some details about it, but it's something about like, you're not, um, if you're in a season of like, you feel alone or you feel isolated or 
It's not that you're like buried, you're planted. Mm. And I feel like that is truly what God needed me to do. Mm -hmm. It's like, no, we're really sinking in now. Like we're Mm going to make some roots. We're going to, it's going to be uncomfortable. We're going to, it's, we got to disrupt some things. We're going to have to grow. It's going to be hard. It's going to be something you've never done before, but it was truly like, I look back on those times and I'm like, no, it, it's, it's kind of crazy to be like where I am now and thinking back because when I was in it, it was so hard. It was so hard. Yeah. And I almost like, I, I wish that I could go back and tell myself that these days were coming, that it wasn't always going to be like that. But I really do look back and I see it as, oh no, I was being planted. Like my husband and I, we were being planted to grow roots And you want to talk about building a legacy. That's how you build a legacy. And. Yeah, it's. And it's a never ending thing. Like we're always going to be growing. We're always going to be learning. We're always. And that's why we talked about the quitting thing. Because it's not so much like we're just quitting things. It's that. I don't want anything that God doesn't want for me. Yeah. I will give up anything if God tells me to do it. Mm -hmm. Period. Mm -hmm. I lived so much of my life trying to figure it out. Oh, I got this. Oh, I'm independent. Oh, I'm strong. I can do everything. I can please everybody. I can do all the things. And you just get to a point. And I think, well, I mean, kids did it to you and I having a child is the most humbling because you cannot be popular and be a good mom to your kids. If you're more worried about what everybody else is saying, you're not tuned into what God is saying. No. And these are God's kids that, that we're raising. So if we're listening and we're so wrapped up that those are the only voices that we can hear, it's, it it can't work. It can't work. It has to be God first. And then, oh, I really like, this is a good relationship. This is a healthy relationship. This is wise people who have gone before me. Okay. These people can speak into my life. Oh, these people care about me. Oh, these people are submitted to God as well. Like these are the kind of people that I can listen to and ask for advice on and stuff. But it really is. It has to be God first and that everything else has to be the overflow. Truly. Yeah. And in, in listening to you talk about being planted and digging in and going down in and like, I think that's, I think it's something that we've talked about like detachment. We've talked about like not realizing what's around us because of how we were living previously. And then like waking up to it all. And like, I don't know. I feel like when you think about it, if you're thinking about planting something, right, like planting a tree or anything, Mm -hmm. 
sometimes like even even like a metaphor of like a garden almost like I feel like sometimes people are just intimidated like right that's their first thought is I I can't I can't grow a garden I can't take care of all these things and water it and make sure it gets enough sunlight and check on it and all these things and I feel like we really have to humble ourselves and be like no we're we're going down in mm-hmm. we're getting our hands dirty we're getting down in there and you know what sometimes darkness is scary you know mm-hmm. like being planted can feel scary doing the work can feel terrifying to people, especially if you've Mm -hmm. gone your whole life or however long you've lived without doing it. Yeah. But when you talk about like planting roots, it just makes me think like you're in there, you're doing the work, whether it's messy, ugly, unpleasant, (laughs) uncomfortable, full of fear, whatever it is. But that, I feel like that's what's helping your roots grow. That's what's, that's what's Mm -hmm. really getting you down in there so you can actually grow is like establishing Mm -hmm. those roots, establishing feeling okay with being understood, being on like not knowing what the future holds, trusting Mm -hmm. in, in God's plan. And that's also like at the same time building, I don't know, building that muscle memory, like being okay with being misunderstood, like, I don't know. It's just, I just think like, I'm imagining just like building that muscle, like doing yeah. all these different things. And when you do these things, it's planting roots that are just going to help you grow is like what exactly that I was thinking about when you were saying that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and as we lean in and we, we continue doing, doing that work. I mean, the deeper the roots are, the stronger they are. And mm-hmm. I, I imagine it like, I mean, I'm the root and my children are the fruit. Yeah. In my, in my family, my husband and I are the roots and our kids are the fruit of that. So we have to, we have to be willing to dig down deep, do the messy work. And it's, I mean, they're all throughout the Bible. There's all kinds of metaphors about fruit and, you know, having good fruit and all that stuff. There was something that I read recently and I can't remember what it was, but it was talking about, um, like doing the work. Cause you know, like the first, the people who like plant things, like if they just gave up on, on that, whether it was like a fruit or a vegetable or a flower or whatever, they gave up because the first few days it wasn't growing. Yeah. The fruit is the last part that grows Mm -hmm. the vegetables, Mm -hmm. the last part that shows up. So I feel like it's a good reminder that like, even when you're in the thick of it, like the journey to get there, that that's the beautiful part. Yeah. And, and it's not, we've said that. So yeah, there's no skipping to the good part. No. Honoring the process, honoring the process and surrendering to the process God cares about all of the details. Mm. He does all of the details, every decision we make, every choice we make, everything that we're worried about, everything we're working through, every relationship that we have, any of our worries and troubles and anything, he cares about all of it. And Mm. the, I mean, the process really is, 
we talked about that too on the fullness of motherhood episode. Mm -hmm. Like there's no skipping to the fruit. Like the process is, is the good part. It is the good stuff. And I just, I think it's another, I mean, going back to the, like being misunderstood things, like we need to model this in a healthy way to our children. Yes. Caring more about what God says than what other people say, because at the end of the day, we, at the end of our lives, we have to stand before the Lord and we are going to be held accountable for our souls (laughs) and everything that we've done and not done and all of that stuff. And so it does matter more what God says than other people. And I think we can like unknowingly make our children care about what other people think when you're, when it's all about on the outside and what things look like. And so this, I mean, truly this conversation ties into so many things that we've talked about before caring about what it looks like on the outside and not the inside and just every aspect of we really have to be intentional about modeling this to our children. Yeah. 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 I mean, we've talked about, I feel like we've talked about that at length and also it's just like a reminder to ourselves. Like, yeah, it doesn't matter if it looks crazy to everybody else. Yeah. I mean like that CS Lewis quote just reminds me too. Like, I feel like our parents, at least in, in my generation, our generation, were like, if everybody was jumping off a bridge, would you do it too? (laughs) You know, like it's that same type of thing. Are you going to do what everybody else is doing because everybody else is doing it, even though that's actually not a good decision? Yeah. Are you going to go the other way? Because you know that God's telling you to go that way and they don't have to, they don't have to care about it or understand it because they're over there. Yeah. I know it sounds silly. It's just what I was thinking about. No, no, it's, it's so true. It's so true. We, we have to be willing to, um, to do what God is calling us to do no matter what period. His his plans are, I I don't want anything else. (laughs) If it's not what he wants, I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't want it. think that's a good note to end on yeah it's kind of silly but this morning at church i got a coffee and majority of people misspell my name and so that's just been something that i've always dealt with my entire life and it never bothered me i loved having a unique spelling of my name and um so i got my coffee and obviously it was spelled c-a-r-l-y because that's how majority people spell carly and one of my kids was like oh mom they misspelled your name and i said oh it's it's all right they don't know me yeah but like think about like modeling like even something as simple as that like they don't know me so the person that made my coffee this morning i've never met them before they were just working in the in the little coffee bar this morning they didn't do it to you yeah Mm -hmm. i don't have to get all mad or anything so like even simple things as like as that like Mm -hmm. they don't know me so why would they spell my name correctly it's all right 
Yeah. And so I know that's a, like a silly example, but even like simple things like that, like not everybody is going to understand everything that we're doing or care about what we care about or be convicted like we are convicted. Like not everybody's going to get it. And that's okay. That's all right. Yeah. I and think that's that, why it's so I special. Think... The ones who do. Yeah. The ones who get it. The ones who, even if they don't understand, they choose to seek understanding. That's what makes yeah. it more special. Yeah. I think, I think you're right. I think it's just so important for us to model that for our kids. And there are so many different instances that can come up in daily life where we can do that. Yeah. Like every day. Yeah. yeah. Well, I loved this conversation. I'm really curious what people, people yeah. think about it. Yep. All right. Well, we will be back next week. Bye, y'all. Bye.